Thanks for listening to a new episode of Standby Secrets. This is Matt. And this is Millie. And today we have an exciting episode because Matt is back from his two-week trip. Yes. <laughs> I went to Thailand and I also had a one-day, one um, I don't know, seven-hour layover in Singapore that we explored the city. I know. I'm excited to hear about that. But first, I need to hear how your first business class went. Ooh. Okay. It was so worth it. I I well, kind of told myself, yeah. Well, I kind of told myself that I couldn't not fly business class again if we're going to Asia. We may do like a Tokyo like four day trip sometime with some friends, and I would make it work just to do economy right. Um, and not, sorry, standby. But if I'm like doing like a long trip, especially, and maybe that Tokyo is going to be a one time thing, just because like I'm sure I'll be incredibly jet lagged. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like I think. Business class is the way to go if you're flying that long. Yeah, but don't pay for it. (laughs) You know what? To be fair, I haven't flown economy, like a pure economy to Asia hmm, for a while. When I used to go to Asia, like, at least every year or maybe twice a year, um, for a bit, for the past, like, few years, I was pretty much always paying or using points to fly in premium economy or like one time I did a economy, but it was on the 350 and it was a, there was no seat in front of it. It was extra oh, nice. leg room and stuff. Yeah. It was, it was comfortable enough, but generally it was like doing like premium select on Delta or Singapore airlines premium select, which I would find deals. And it would, well, the thing is it used to be much cheaper to go to Bangkok Yeah. before the pandemic. I was did 1200 for premium, premium economy, oh, probably okay. going to be, maybe it was, maybe it was maybe below a couple hundred dollars more than that. But now for that premium economy to Asia, I don't know, probably 17, two grand, something like that. Ugh. So it's not as affordable. Who is buying but these tickets? A lot of people, <laughs> just because there's not as much capacity. So everything's a lot, um, you know, more expensive to go to Asia right now with the Chinese airlines down. Mm-hmm. But to get back to it, uh, yeah, I use points from American Express, uh, if you know, sign up bonuses and things like that. So we had, I have a lot of points still. Um, and we waited until we could find availability, which, or sorry, until we could know my husband's schedule. Cause he bids about three months out. So once we knew he was off and what days he was getting off, we had found, or I had found, um, business class availability, it wasn't the most direct route. We took Singapore Airlines, um, and also you had to find two tickets, right, which is kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is tough, yeah. that close in especially. So we did uh, Houston through Manchester, United Kingdom, onto Singapore. That's Singapore SQ51. It's a fifth freedom route that you can either fly both segments or one of the segments, and then had a like seven-hour layover in Singapore. Um, and I tried to do a stopover, but they didn't have availability to do that. So just seven hours. And then um, on to Bangkok uh, on one on Singapore Airlines, still business class, regional business class. Yeah. And then same way, same on the way back. So, so how was the all food, business class. the drinks, the okay. comfort level? Yeah. So it was A350 um, on almost all of the flights except one. Um, I would say the crew was... Almost universally, really, really great. Um, they they were incredibly like I've actually brought chocolates to to them, Aww, but they were you know they're, they're, they they're very uh, efficient. It was Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> um, they're really efficient. They are really kind, and it was really impressive. You would 
go to the bathroom to change into the pajamas or whatever. Or I didn't actually have pajamas, but like I would change clothes because I don't like sleeping in the same clothes on the long haul. Yeah. That's a, a really good suggestion. If you're flying long haul, absolutely, it's a big difference if you bring extra clothes to change into because you're going to feel much better when you're landing if you're changing into relatively fresh clothes instead of sitting in the same nasty clothes you've been sitting in for the past, you know, we travel for over 24 hours, yeah. I think. Um, and if you can, if there is a lounge in on your layover and you can shower, oh my God, you feel so much better. We did that. Oh, good. Both, um, both times we showered and you just feel so refreshed. You know, because you feel disgusting. Yeah, after 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, they would... So, I was saying, you, when you go change to go change clothes in the bathroom after your dinner, they would automatically make it into the bed, all, all four of you all set up in your pillows oh, and your I blanket. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have it cl- next to each other? On the way there, no. Which, actually, kind of wish we would have, because we did it on the way back, and I liked it better. Um, on the way there, we did one in front of the other, but it's not nearly as conducive to see each other. We were doing window seats, but the honest truth is like the way that those business class seats set up, um, on the two flight, the two different products we flew on, which is the regional A350 business class and the A350, well, and like a 77 regional too. And then the A350 long haul. And that's only like, I think the only two products they have in business class generally pretty much otherwise they're the same. They are like kind of away from the window, so you have to really lean to see out the window. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, the window shades are down most of the yeah. flight, so it, I, it's not like economy. Yeah, it's not worth the window. Seat. Yeah, yeah. So it's better to sit in the middle because we're right next to each other. Two, it's yeah. awesome. It feels huge. Because <laughs> and also, if you can get the first row, which usually you can't, honestly, it's usually blocked because it has a bassinet in it. But the bulkhead rows, they have a footrest that goes all the way across versus the other rows are going to have it to one side. So you can have like to put your feet kind of angled to the right side of the seat oh, yeah. I when see you're sleeping you're and saying. stuff. I see what you're but saying. I was able to sit in that front seat for one of the flights. Actually, I could have sat on a, on, a, on the flight back too, but Mach wanted me to sit next to him. And also there was a crying baby up there, which I was not interested in. <laughs> um, but that one has so much more feet. It's like a really nice international first class product. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, there was some crews that were less personable than others or maybe not as, I'm not going to lie. They were not as good. They were, they were all in my experience, pretty like incredible, great crews, but some of them weren't as good as others. That's what I would say. Some of them were like, if I asked for iced tea, some of them were there was hot tea on the menu was not iced they would think and make an iced tea for me without even oh sure i'll make that for you another one would be like oh i kind of i forgot it and then like kind of forgot it again and then like didn't really understand what i wanted so it it was just varying levels of maybe experience and it's not they weren't trying but they were just Maybe some of them were just not as intuitive and really honestly good at at, at the service. Not that they were bad, but they were just it was, there was some that you would have to ask to get the bed, or some that would just do it automatically. And when you wake up, they would immediately be there to ask if you want tea mm-hmm. to wake up. Right? Yeah, they, that's they, so cool. Yeah. you gotta love luxury like oh, service. Oh, absolutely. Like that. And I'm not. And please don't mistake this for complaining. What I'm doing is just like giving Critiquing. an honest re- yeah. review, and like it's it was mostly consistent, but then there was some 
that you would have to kind of explain more what you wanted or, or be more forward in asking while yeah. others were very proactive to do it f- and anticipate the needs of the passenger. Yeah. What's funny is that... I mean, that, you can be like this in business class, right? Economy, you don't expect that. Mm-hmm. What's funny is that mock, um, this is like his second, third maybe? Well, I mean, we flew it six times, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it was in a second trip flying yeah. business class on Singapore, yeah. And then this was your first. So that's kind of funny how that happened like that. Because I understood more of what he said because at first I was like, why are you criticizing Singaporeans? No, he's critiquing because... He asked, got asked three times that check his age. Mm-hmm. That would be a little bit annoying in business class. Yeah. It's by the same Versus person? Other, like this trip, <laughs> yeah, yeah. By I the mean, sa- he does look but young. But this trip, like, he never, he never got asked the age at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So it's different. And when you guys landed, um, was it the Amex lounge that you went to or the airline lounge? Uh, Where? Um, the very last, where you took a shower, basically. We took multiple showers. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is why a long trip, right? So you, this is how we do it. We went from, bought a basic economy, United flight. We didn't have United benefits at the time. And also just like, uh, the plan was to fly to Houston and work the day from the lounge. Okay. There's actually a whole story here. I, I kind of forgot to even say couldn't get mock checked in for Singapore Airlines, which would be an issue because we can't spend the day in the Singapore Airlines lounge. Mm. Or sorry, the Polaris lounge in Houston without a Singapore Airlines boarding pass. Mm. They don't open the check until three hours. I remember in you were having issues yes. with that. So I was able, and also want to check my bag all the way through and not have to sit with the check bag because I can't go through security at yep. Houston airport. So I would have sat outside of security the whole day and worked outside of security instead of a lounge. Not ideal. What happened is we had a very helpful um, check-in agent at Denver for United who, and also the online people, they said they linked my reservation. They just lied and said they didn't. She really told me that. They did, they're just like, you'll sell it, say whatever that you kind of, if they don't know how to do it, they'll just say they did it. Oh, wow. If they, you can't verify it, and then they'll just like move on. So the people on the, on the, on the app or whatever. So she helped me and she spent a lot of time. She actually called the support desk and everything because there was having issues linking all the segments because it was confused because it's a through flight, right? So it's not two separate flights, the same flight number SQ 51 from Houston to Manchester, England, Mm -hmm. then Manchester to Singapore. It only wanted to put it to Manchester. So we were able to get all the links reservations linked and get me checked in and get the bag tagged all the way to Singapore, which is what we needed. But we couldn't get Mox boarding pass all the way through. Why? Only the United one. Because it would, it, it, he finally was able to check in, but it wouldn't get produced the boarding pass. To be fair, the Singapore Airlines app is not that great. And their, their online customer service actually sucks. I would honestly say that. They're, do you have ever where they're really uh, incompetent? Like they don't know how to do anything? <laughs> I mean, th- this word. is the truth. The, the all agents, when I've ever had issues with Singapore Airlines, they only know how to state the most basic rules without knowing any details or knowing who to ask or how to escalate or how to solve anything that's remotely complex. Sounds like a like turnover problem. I don't know. It's because, probably an outsourced call center. Or yeah. I don't. Maybe it's not, but they just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, that's not possible. I'm sorry. They don't. They don't. You can't escalate to anyone that's actually knowledgeable to resolve a mildly complicated issue they only or they provide incorrect information so what did mock have to do uh we went to houston luckily the bag was checked through so we just spent the day at some other lounges we went to the klm lounge 
Um, just an okay priority? priority pass. Yeah. yeah, just an okay priority pass. Nothing too special. Then the Air France, then the KLM lounge was closed for priority pass. Then we waited 30 minutes. Then the Air France lounge opened for priority pass. And actually, I liked that lounge a lot. It was quite nice. It was a great priority pass lounge. Have, highly recommend if you're in Houston. Um, it's kind of a big airport. So if it's near your gates, uh, especially the international gates, go to the Air France lounge for priority pass. Pretty good food. They have like five sparkling water choices, which I love. What? I know yeah, you do like sparkling French. water. Yeah, very French. It's like a very French thing though, right? You have like Perrier and like, I don't know all the different times, San Pellegrino, <laughs> things like that. Um, yeah, that was lounge was solid uh, for Priority Pass especially and, and good views, I think. And then, actually it was like a construction site, so not the best views. But anyways, then finally the Singapore Airlines check-in opened three and a half hours out. So we went out there. And they, they got him checked in, no problem. Oh, good. It's kind of annoying because it's like, it was thinking it would be like a visa issue because he can't enter UK, but then they get in and it's like no problem for him to check in. Oh. But the agents on the on the thing, they won't help you with it on the on the, on the the chat or anything. They, they have no information. Mm-hmm. They're just like, nope, sorry, can't help you. Yeah, I mean, that is frustrating. And I do think I have a little bit of a place. Like I am elite elite member, like elite gold with, with Singapore Airlines and that gets you nothing. They don't, I mean, they just... Anyways, um, <laughs> so then we went to the Polaris Lounge in in, in, in Houston, which I was really looking forward to because they're beautiful lounges. Uh, we had a nice shower there. They have slippers. They have oh uh, good. They have. Um, I got excited for yeah, slippers. <laughs> yeah, Mock got some slippers. I wish I would have got some. Um, I I was working, so I didn't really have much time to shower. For at like thirty minutes at the end of after I was done working before I had to get on the flight. And we had they have a restaurant there, so you can order anything. It's complimentary. I would say I had higher expectations. It was not restaurant quality. Okay. Well, that it, makes it, sense. It, it felt like if, well, the thing, the reviews online sh- suggested as restaurant quality. Some of the things were, I think some of like the desserts and the sides were good. Okay. But like they like. The entrees. They had like, you know, like those thick cr- fries. Mm-hmm. They like undercooked. They're like hard in the middle. It was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the burger was like pretty bland. So I, I would just say like uh, it felt like if you went to a restaurant, the food looked good, but it didn't really have a lot of flavor. That's okay. what I'd say. Okay. But um, the lounge is beautiful, and the drinks were great too. So I love the Polaris Lounge. I, I, I love it. You can only get in with a business class, um, international business class on a Starlines carrier. So yeah, that was fun. That's um, so exciting. We, I, I wish I would have had more time, but I, I was still busy working, honestly. Um, yeah, so I do work on a lounges when I spend <laughs> the day that, in the lounges. <laughs> uh, I, I actually definitely was busy all day and I, yeah. I was trying to finish projects and stuff. Were you working on the plane too? Cause of Wi-Fi and stuff? No, the Wi-Fi sucks in Singapore. I, 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 the flight didn't board until 7 PM. Um, so we, so we go to the boarding gate and we were literally like the last to board, but it, it wasn't a big deal. Like we got there like only five minutes after boarding started. It's kind of interesting how oh, they do wow, that. Oh wow, that's fast. But one thing I learned throughout this trip is that. Um, Asian carriers, when they say boarding starts, they'll often much start it much earlier. Okay. So multiple times we went there right around when the boarding started and it was almost done boarding. I almost kind of missed the flight too, or later oh, in the wow. trip, but I didn't, but that's a good like, tri- yeah, trip. it's not like the U S where it's like, they finally start boarding like three minutes, five yeah. or 10 minutes after the boarding supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we flew Singapore Airlines. Um, when you actually landed in Singapore, was it awesome? Because I know it's like one of the best airports. Oh, I've been there before a couple of times. Um, it is is a really nice airport. Uh, oh, so you didn't explore? 
the airport. No, uh-uh. That's okay. We went to the lounge. Um, we're pretty <laughs> tired too. We I slept quite a bit. Um, we went through Manchester and also had some time in the. I've never been to England. That was my only time in England. Mm-hmm. We get to walk outside and see the airplane, which is cool. So I'll, I'll post some pics on Instagram. I think some of you guys saw it though. But like walking on the air stairs onto the A350 is awesome. And they have a ton of wide bodies. You flew into Manchester, yeah? No, I flew. Oh, you just into- went there, right? I don't remember going to Manchester. Well, it's like Northern England. I thought maybe you went there. No, I didn't go to Manchester. Oh, uh, okay. We went near it, but what I learned is that because you were you were in that you went to all that like different parts of like mm-hmm. more northern part of, of the UK, right? True. Um, what I learned is that I was so confused. I, there was a ton. There was an Emirates A380. There was tons of wide bodies. A bunch yeah. of Middle Eastern. There was. Um, Oh, Tom Thomas Cook, I think. TUI, TUI. There was a lot of TUI 787s there. But there was a ton of wide bodies, and I didn't think it was that big of a city. And um, I looked it up, and it's like, it's the gateway to the north, right? So there's a lot of people that go from all over the northern UK, and they're going to fly out of there instead of London. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, there was Qatar. There was Etihad. There was Gulf Airways. There was Emirates. There was... Many, many, many airlines. I was like, this is cool. This is fun to see all the wide bodies. More mm-hmm. than like most U.S. airports. Um, yeah, so I said that. The the, the lounge there, I mean, we had that much time. It was yeah. kind of cool, I guess. But the, I checked the bag through. Didn't So we went through transit security, which was fine, which is a little weird. But you just get off the plane, you go through transit security, then you get back on the plane a couple hours later. So we got to Singapore. You said seven hours there? No, two hours. Two hours. Yeah, on the way there, two hours. Then we continued on to Singapore. It's like a twelve-hour flight from to Singapore. We went out, and I think maybe we could have—I don't know—maybe we should have done did something different. We went to Singapore. Um, We it was daytime, and we went to the Marina Bay Sands, but it was in the morning, and nothing was open. The casino wasn't open, which I wanted to check out the rooftop. You had to pay $70 for Whoa. a boring-ass breakfast buffet. The pool you can't go to as a guest. So I knew that, but I thought we were going to be able to go to the restaurant and not have to, like, the only option was the buffet and the other restaurant was closed. Yeah. I was trying to get, like, a like a drink or an appetizer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised the casino we wasn't the, open. Yeah, I know. It was only open for, like, th- only a couple hours on, like, Fridays and Saturdays only. That's it. Oh, it was wow. Weird. And then we, or maybe just in the evenings, yeah. Then we went to the gardens across the street, which is the gardens area. Okay, Singapore was friggin' hot. We were sweating so much. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of expected, but it, it was fine. Like we walked around, but then we just—that was kind of it. We just went back to the airport. I don't know. What did you guys? I kind of wish we would have do something that was a little bit less like tourist attraction and more like a locals' experience, maybe like a hawkers area or something. Yeah. Did you have any street food? Because it felt like just quiet and like tourist and very clean and nothing really exciting. No like, shit. very, like, cleansed and, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, didn't feel like you're in it. I don't know. It's, it's a very different city than Bangkok. So, no, we'd have food. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, hmm. What did you guys do with your carry-ons? Did you uh, bring it with you? We had just do one check bag and then a backpack on the way there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Mox's tote bag. And then, um, which, then we continued on. So, we took a lounge, Singapore Airlines lounge, which is a massive lounge and it's, Pretty good food selection and things like that. It's not too special for like a business class lounge. It's a very like, I don't know, there's probably four or 500 seats in there. It's massive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like 
doesn't feel like especially exclusive or anything, which is fine. I mean, it is what it is. It, it's just, it's a very nice lounge. It's a newer lounge, but it's just like a kind of a mass massive lounge. Um, took a shower, then we went on to Bangkok, which is about two hour flight. Regional seventy uh, A three fifty, which I don't. The product is meh. Like it's a hard Chelsea. I mean, it's great. That sounds bad. Like for a, I would say this for a two hour flight and like a wide body. Wow, it's impressive. If it was a longer flight, the seat is pretty hard and the foot area is kind of narrow. So like. It's a live flat, but it's much different than the one that's for the international long haul. Uh-huh. I almost would have preferred like a really cushy, like a recliner seat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because that one felt narrow, and I, I don't like the three point harness on the on the seatbelt. But it, it's it is what it is. It's, it's not a really big deal at all. Um, got us there quickly, and they serve a meal and everything. But that one, there's like way more business class seats and less flight attendants, so it's like quick, quick, quick assembly line, get the meals out. So you get oh, much okay. different service on a long-haul flight with more flight attendants to less seats than you do for a short-haul like regional business class to Bangkok. It's also, I'm sure the fare, if you paid as much less, right, on a Bangkok to Singapore flight. As soon as we got into Bangkok, we went to BB Rexa concert. So much fun. You went directly to a concert? Immediately. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we went zero to 100, really. I mean, really went just nonstop, really. Yeah. Did uh, your parents meet you that day, or was that later? Because I know your oh, parents Good point. Came. Yeah, they... Yeah, they arrived later that night at like around midnight. After the concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, we didn't see them until the next day. Yeah. Um... Yes, we went to BB Rexa, super fun. I'm not a BB Rexa fan, but I listened to some music and I, it was weird. It was an hour and a half concert with no person before and just her songs oh, and really? then it was done. It was That's great, fast. but I loved it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't like to spend six hours at a concert personally. I'm like three hours is like good enough. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so you, what did you guys do that morning of? Ooh, <laughs> I think we we're just tired. Honestly, I don't, I don't think we did a whole lot. We went to Chad Chuck market. Mm-hmm. Which is the I think biggest weekend market in the world possibly maybe oh. I'm wrong but I'm pretty it's one of the biggest got a lot of clothes and things got a foot massage got a lot of foot massages <laughs> so I think three yeah three one two at least two foot massages maybe three that was great um, throughout the whole two week trip we spent time in Chiang Mai with some Mox friends we went to what's called Doi Su Tep. We rode around on these things, trucks called Rodang, or you can call it a, I forget the other word for it, but we call it Rodang, which is a red truck. Also, like, my high pronunciation sucks, so sorry. <laughs> um, but anyways, you get in the back of the red truck because we had a lot of people, and yeah. it's much more expensive for, like, a van than just to go in the back of the truck. Yeah, that makes so sense. So my family and, I, and everybody would. Even your mom like, and dad? I love that. It was one, two, three, four, five. Wait, me, mom, three... Six people, right? So you can't get in a one-passenger car So unless you get a bigger car. And so we, we would do the roading Aww. everywhere into, like, this mountain with, like, a giant temple on top, which was cool, overlooking the city of Chiang Mai. And that was a – we flew in at a 6 a.m. flight, and we flew up the next day at, like, a – it got delayed, so it was about a midnight the next day we left. Only one night there. Wow. But kind of, like, packed it in, went to a street market, which was very busy. Went to a bar – Went to, because that was almost right after we got to Bangkok, like a day later or two mm-hmm. days later, we went to Chiang Mai. Oh, I know it was fun. We went to the Queen Sirikut, um Botanical Garden, which was fine. It was beautiful. It was big. But my one of my favorite things to the trip, and it kind of shows you, I think you might 
relate to this. It's not always about the big I was experiences just gonna say that. that are the most fun and most memorable. Yeah. We went to, you would drive up in the mountains and we got a rental car too, like a, like a SUV to go into the mountains. Cause the truck is not, it's kind of far away. It's like hour and a half away. So, um, we went to, uh, they had all along the river, all of these little restaurants that were overlooking the rivers. And also they had tables where they were like kind of inside in of the, the river. Yeah. Yeah. I love yes. those. They have done that in the Philippines. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking uh-huh. about. So we went there and that was one of my favorite experiences. Absolutely. The trip. I got Thai whiskey. We got some beer and we had, um, some grilled meat and we, I would have loved to spend more time there, yeah. actually, but they wanted to get back because of the. It was getting dark, and to drive on the route, mountain roads are incredibly curvy. Yeah. But um, I would. I would. Isn't it cool? Just like having wet, like wet feet, and like. Yeah, just food. like the river, like right there. Yeah, the, the river. They sounds. were cutting down bamboo, a, a bamboo <laughs> tree or whatever. You know, a, a big peeling of bamboo was so cool. And yeah, it was like incredible, like sitting on the side of that with the water and and just like chill, very yeah. chill. I, I yeah. loved, that was one of my favorite things we did. Uh, I was sh- going to say that about, like, the truck. Like, I would have really loved experiencing, like, being in the back of a truck with all my friends and family. Like, even small stuff like that, I oh, really... and the Doisu Tap Hill, it's a really, really, really curvy road. <laughs> and we rode <laughs> that in the spooky? back of the like, tru- truck, and oh you're just, like... Oh, my gosh. Like, in, like, the most, He's, like, like shimmering, like, shimmying, like... Yes, I'm moving back <laughs> and forth. I guess you can't see that. Um, that was interesting. Some people were a little, like... Carsick. Actually, no. Oh, that's good. No. My, but I could see someone being able sick. to get a car sick. If you did, you're like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so after Chiang Mai, uh, we went to the airport and it was like super delayed getting out. We flew Nok Air, which is a Thai low-cost carrier. Mm-hmm. And every flight was delayed. I think there was maybe for weather, weather or something. something. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't get out for a while. And it was a very small airport for a ton of people. So it was interesting. But um, pretty good carrier, I will say. Like... It's a low-cost carrier, but the seats still recline, and you have a decent leg room. Oh, good. And it costs 30 bucks round trip for that. Flight. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. And also, they weren't strict about the baggage at all. So That was less than the buffet. <laughs> Honestly, like, minus the delay and also the fact that they canceled one of our earlier flights. Like, they had a cancellation of the flight that we originally booked, so we booked a different one. But not bad at airline. Um, so, we went back. Then we went back to Bangkok. And let me see if I can remember what we did in Bangkok. <laughs> We saw a lot of, of my husband's friends, right? Because he's Yeah, Thai. I know. He posted this really cute Instagram photo of, like, it seems like he's had these friends for, like, such a long period of time. Oh, absolutely. And high it was just, like, college. so wholesome, his story. Like, he, I don't know what he said because I'm pretty sure, like, the text was in Thai. But I was like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I messaged him and I was like, this is so wholesome. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he, he really enjoyed seeing friends and family, and I enjoyed seeing his friends and family. I even met some friends that I hadn't met before, which were yeah. really fun, and um, we spent a lot of time with my family. My parents came, and his family. Did um, his your family meet his family, and how did Yeah, yeah, go? we went over to their house Aww. and had a big barbecue and stuff and partied, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... In Bangkok, we did uh, a boat tour, which I think you may have seen, a long tail river boat tour on oh, the I canals did. Yeah, of Bangkok. It started pouring on us, but it was super fun. That's m- more like free rain. <laughs> yeah. And then we would, uh, and at night, we did a tuk tuk tour. What is so that? They, I don't know what that is. Uh, like the three little wheeled, um, we kind of, a, we call it a rickshaw in India. 
Like the little motorbike oh, motorcycles almost. that have like that attachment? Yes. Yep. Okay. I know yes. what you're talking about. So um, we did like a food tour. So we did like went to a bunch of different food and some temples at night. Ooh. Definitely recommend it. It was great. And they, all the food that they and gave they us, so, like a bunch around. of street food was actually a bunch of unique stuff that I had never tried oh, before. Oh, so cool. Almost all of it. And it was really good too. So definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. I think it's called like that? Bangkok by night on a tuk tuk. Oh, okay. How to find it all through Viator. They had, or actually TripAdvisor, they, they did a Black Friday th- no, it wasn't Black Friday. They did a, a deal through um, through Target where it was 20% off code. Mm-hmm. So I saved like hundreds of dollars because we did a lot of activities through um, the TripAdvisor thing. Better than uh, Mexico. And it was obviously for like <laughs> five people, right, each of these activities. Yeah. Well, you Actually, planned I book, it more. I booked for some, some for Mexico too. Um, yes, better than Mex- yeah, <laughs> Our uh, Mexico. Our I mean, Mexico. <laughs> they were more organized tours, absolutely. I even used it for uh, like a van van it was like $13 for like a luxury van to and from the hotel in the island of Kosamui, which is a wow. great deal. Um, we went to the Mandarin. Okay. So another thing I have to tell you about, we went to, for my husband's, I guess my mother-in-law's birthday. Um, and she retired. So we went to, uh, the Mandarin Oriental, which is the original, I think it would be the, I can't remember. It was either the Mandarin or the Oriental. Maybe Mandarin. Is this a restaurant? No, no, no. Mandarin Oriental is a, a, a kind of a famous um, old traditional old school luxury hotel oh, brand. I had no idea. So, yeah, it's like, a, you, you know, like the Ritz Carlton, Wall of uh-huh. Astoria. Mandarin Oriental is an Asian brand that mm. has a lot of famous hotels across the world and is known for like really traditional, very high end service. So, the original one was in Bangkok, and the second one, I think, maybe have been. In Hong Kong, and then they merged. So then it's the Mandarin and the Oriental. So it's the Mandarin Oriental. Oh, okay. hundred like this place we were ate. They had drank tea. It was about one hundred and thirty years old, I believe. Whoa. Yes. So you have the original tea room, and there's, there's a word for it. There's something house. Um, so we went to the tea there. Very very fancy. I don't think I've ever had a fancier thing in my life. Really. Yeah. You guys all dressed up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm though, not even right? meant for fancy. <laughs> Yes, we dressed up. Dressed we, we, didn't, to the we, nines. Did, we did. We did not look trashy. <laughs> we were definitely not the trashiest looking person there. Not that anyone. Looked, oh my god! <laughs> not that we looked particularly trashy, but we were dressed up more than some others. Yeah. Um. So, have you ever had English? Uh, have you ever had afternoon tea? I have yeah, never. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't fancy or anything. Yeah. It was like in a small tea shop, and then they gave us okay. like um, little sandwiches on top of like a cute little like um, tray that yes, had exactly. three tiers, and then we had um, two pots of coffee. Or not coffee tea. To, so if to you try. followed us on Instagram, I posted it, but we they had a um, a Western option and a Thai option. Of course, you chose Thai. Actually, no, I didn't. We, we all we all got different ones. Okay. Two, there's only two options, so we then we all shared. Oh, good. Because Makwa got Thai and I got Western. Yeah. It's not that I, I would have picked any specific one. Actually, I think that the Thai might have been better. Um, but so what's the difference? Just all the different snacks were more towards Thai snacks. Okay. Um. We had caviar, gold leaf, truffle. <laughs> What's something else? Oh, foie gras. Foie gras. Foie yes. What is it, that? It's, I it's, know it's, what it is, it, but I don't. It's the force-fed goose liver. Oh, yeah. So mm. I hope no one's listening is <laughs> vegan. Is that yummy? Because I think that's like unethical for some people. But listen, I didn't see it on the menu before I ordered it. I don't know if I wouldn't have not ordered it. I wanted to try it. <laughs> um Okay, some of what I really didn't like, to be honest. You didn't like it? I didn't it? love the caviar. I don't know. It was it was very savory and very powerful flavors. Mm-hmm. So 
it was hard to know what I was eating. And some of the flavors were really intense and interesting. Uh There was also like a little mini egg on there too. (laughs) Like a quail egg. I like the sweet stuff more than some of the savory stuff was a little bit like you didn't know what to expect and it was like very powerful flavors. So it was unique and Mm -hmm. maybe I'm not all cut out for all tons of fancy food, but it was good to try. Yeah. So very fancy afternoon tea at the Mandarin Oriental. And then they were so freaking nice. They um, took us on their private boat uh, out on the river, which is really cool. It's like cool, like Who's eight. private boat? The Mandarin Orientals. Really? Yeah, they most of the five-star hotels on the river, because they're right on the river, have boats that take you across to different things on the river. So we went to the other side because they have their spa and everything over there, and we we um, checked it out because, I don't know, we wanted to ride across the river. My parents' hotel was on the other side of the river. Cool. So because it's not that easy to get. You know, you have to go up on the bridge and there's traffic and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we just said, let's go across the river. And they were like, yeah, go ahead and on the boat. Wow. Super fun. The malls in Bangkok. My parents, I was not expecting. Also, my dad had traveled internationally quite a bit. My mom, not very much. But I've kind of forced them to travel. <laughs> not just forced. <laughs> I mean, they travel on their own too. They, they've they traveled more now. Um, now they have benefits and everything. They, I thought they were going to have like a little culture shock or anything. Because Bangkok was quite a... A city of extremes. Yeah. Um, extreme wealth. Uh, also, many, extreme poverty. there's poverty. Like, yeah, some pretty good poverty. I mean, yeah. outside of I mean, more rural areas and also neighboring countries are much more, po- you know, poor than Bangkok, yeah. to be fair. Um, but like in the same city, right, you can see incredible wealth and then also mm-hmm. like a shanty house. Um, and they were really well adjusted. Like my mother didn't want to eat a lot of spicy food, but like... They were, Same. they didn't, they didn't <laughs> seem to, there was no, they didn't have any issues with adapting into the culture and like getting around and stuff. No, your they parents loved, seemed super like open-minded, you know, and yes, like adventurous. They weren't like surprised or like overwhelmed. Yeah. Is what I was I'm sure they also by. did research, especially like you're a very researchy person. I would yeah. assume they do their research too. Sure. Fair, yeah, they did. Yeah, you're right. They did watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, but they loved the malls. They loved the malls. They shopped a lot. They like bought gigantic? an extra. They bought an extra suitcase. Yep. <laughs> yes, they're gigantic, and there's some very high end ones, and also some ones you can get awesome deals. You get awesome knockoffs. MBK I like mall. A, I spent a lot of money at MBK mall. A trick for that. Well, not so that you, much actually. If you know you're gonna over shop, there are these like duffel bags that fold. I I usually oh. bring one of those if I think I'm gonna overdo myself. I haven't in a while because now like since I've been non revving right, like you don't want to bring anything back. Yes. So I used to when I used to pack a lot and bring a lot, I used to bring a foldable duffel bag. Um, and it, it's like, um, maybe like three inches. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, you put that in there so that way you don't have to buy a bag when you like get there, you have it, you brought it with you. <laughs> so that's maybe awesome. next time mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So they, they shopped a lot and they shopped and they went on Vienna on the way back. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And we went to Many fancy malls. They were, Akan Sayama is my favorite mall. And um, I think a lot of people, this is the nicest mall in Bangkok. There's a bunch of five really nice high-end malls, but that one is the nicest. It's so, like, visually, like, in so impressive. It's mm-hmm. There's waterfall, indoor waterfalls. There's, like, and I'm not talking about, like, a kitschy, like, Mall of America, like a <laughs> log cabin indoor waterfall. It's, like, a fancy one that has, like, writing when it, like, comes out and stuff wow. like that. Yeah. Oh, also we went to the Jewel at Singapore, which also was a little underwhelming. <laughs> Why? Because it's much smaller in person. Oh, 
really? Yeah, I feel like I'm like trashing Singapore. No, no, but, I know. But I, I think mean. next time I need to, we need to like get into more local experience. I think that would be more interesting than like the commercial malls and Marina Bay Sands and stuff like that. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, Should have done more research, probably. Myself. I know Thailand has um, cheap gold. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right about that. Did you guys that. get any I gold? I didn't. My parents oh. bought jewelry though, <laughs> so. I'll tell you something about that. And and I have a lot more things, and we're going to save it for another episode. Oh, we because are? This is, is kind of really long. long. <laughs> it's sorry. getting long. And also, I haven't talked about my parents. They non-revved all the way there, and they went to We'll Vienna, do a part two. So we'll talk a lot. We'll do a part two. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? We The gold. Yes. My parents wanted to buy a lot of jewelry. They like jewelry. And I told and my Mark told them he's a geologist and he knows people in the jewelry industry and he told them like a jewelry exchange kind of place or or, or you at least we could buy gems so they could go there and get like incredible rates. Now they don't speak Thai so they don't think you're gonna get that great of rates, right? They were going on their own. Okay, well they didn't listen to us and <laughs> there's a couple things where they could have listened and saved them. They listened to their freaking tuk tuk driver. <laughs> Of course, just took them around to the places that they got a cut of and probably overpriced. Not that they got scammed. They negotiated and they weren't stupid. They didn't like overpay. Well, they probably overpaid, but they, they didn't like, they weren't suckers and like, just like take a ridiculous offer. Yeah. But they, they, they got some jewelry, um, spent money on jewelry there. Um, you guys could have gotten, yeah, they could have gotten a much better deal. I'm sure they could have gotten a bunch of maybe high quality stuff for better prices. Yeah. Do you want to end the episode? Yeah. And we will, we'll, we'll follow up in a part two. Yeah. Because this I know is a lot. I'm really excited to keep talking about it Yeah, and hear your parents' point of view kind of. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, everyone. Um, again, wait for the part two and thank you for listening so far. And give us a follow on uh, Instagram. We, I don't make as many posts, but I definitely make uh, stories and we try to show some fun things when we're traveling. Um, I posted a bunch of stuff from Thailand. We're, I was at F1 this weekend. We'll talk about that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't I don't even, know if that'll be the next episode. We didn't episode even finish the trip. I think we'll probably sneak that in the next episode. And we're going to Mexico City uh, for four days. So I'm sure we'll be posting a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Give us a follow and share this podcast with your family and friends. But thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we'll talk next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.